Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Flying. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, why, why? Why do we have a podcast? I don't know. We're a mess. I mean, apparently we're the first uh, Brooklyn podcast. I don't know how true that is, but... Is that true? Apparently. I think if you say it, it's true. Yeah, it's I mean, true. I'm going ta- to take that. Angelica Frankenstein, or Frankenstein, Frankenstein, um... Said we were the ones that invented it over the summer. So, um, yeah. Um, well, I guess now we got to have her on the show. We, <laughs> we started um, podcasts. <laughs> Period. Oh, perfect. <laughs> we totally invented podcasts. There was never any before. No, I mean, there's there's new ones that have just popped up. I know. There's a lot of been like. Um, I think Harajuku and Astrid wanted to start one. And Did they actually do it, though? I don't know they if started. they started it. Um, I know it's been an, an idea. And then um, Brenda and Mother Teresa have voicemails. Um, oh, when did that start? Uh, a couple months ago. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. Good for um, anyways, now that we're pl- done plugging screw that. Screw them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though. The original I, podcast. I like other podcasts because that means we can do crossovers. So Ooh. we can get like more Ooh. listeners because we need more than two listeners. <laughs> I love all nine of our listeners. Um, shout out to all of you from Florida. All three of you. Um, all of Martyr's family. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, who are we? Oh, oh, I'm C. Tepper. And I'm Martyr. <laughs> and, and this, this is, is Wigging Out! <laughs> what an intro. Wow, well, um, we're, we're having a day. We're having Le- a day. Last time you were on Benadryl, this time I'm just on chai tea lattes. I'm drinking a, a Natty Light right now. <laughs> what is that? Uh, it's not actually a Natty Light. It's oh. a Smirnoff Ice um, um, screwdriver. <laughs> and you didn't share? I'm having a day today, kids. You didn't uh, share? No, that's very high school <laughs> screwdriver. Oh my god! Let's stop. We actually have a guest here. Like, yeah. let's be like professional. We are the only Brooklyn <laughs> podcast that now has other Brooklyn podcasts. Um, introduce our lovely okay, guest. Okay, so today. Okay, it took me. I took. I was today the years old to realize that your name is a pun. <laughs> <laughs> and I've known you for a long time and it took me until today. It's to a really 50-50. Half people get it, half people are like cute name. I just did that. <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs> so she's been around town. She's sometimes at the Rosemont, sometimes you're at the Ritz. So you're all over the place, which we like. We like girls mm-hmm. who cross over the we bridge. Love- this is Virginia Thick. Hey guys. Mm. Burr, 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 burr. I don't have that sound. Uh, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> That's the Marty Gold coming sound because Marty says it on the mic every time. She does. Burr, 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 burr. You get a soundboard and like add we, it. We talk about this every time. I think Martyr. there's like an app for that. Yeah, Martyr. but that's so much, there's so much <laughs> Go work. Go do it. <laughs> this next year's budget. Yeah, yeah. You know, once, we, once we get our first advertisement, I know. I get a there's a reason there's no advertisements <laughs> right now, but the second this, you hear one. When this quarter ends, you'll budget that. <laughs> oh, my so God. Much. Don't talk to me about that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take it out of my, t- um, my taxes. You I know. know. Have a little write-off. Oh, but, we should do that. Okay. Um, well, that Virginia. That cent app. Okay. So, Virginia, where are you from originally? Originally, I'm originally from San Francisco, California. <gasps> wow. I moved to New York. 
When? Uh, two and a half years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, God, I didn't. I didn't know we were like. Yeah. Like, I have no idea where I'm at right now in Brooklyn. That's how new. I, <laughs> I don't either. And I, I was where my phone said to go. Here. Okay. So I'm not, okay. Yeah. We live in lovely Windsor Terrace. I, um, like, I didn't know that. This is where the rich lesbians live. Um, oh. I am not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she likes to tell people. Where are the the gays that terrorize the neighborhood? <laughs> uh, you you are the singular gay. Yeah, we're, I'm the singular gay that terrorizes the neighborhood. So. There's Big a lot of white. People yeah, between that yeah. and the only Brooklyn podcast. Yeah, yeah. only Brooklyn. So it's got to represent <laughs> the minorities here. <laughs> so, what brought you to New York? Uh, kind of like a life change. Ah, uh, yeah, I uh, definitely been there. Yeah, I just I kind of wanted. I grew up in San Francisco. Uh, kind of okay. grew up in nightlife when I turned twenty-one, or a little bit before that. And I just wanted to go somewhere that had everything that that city had to offer because I loved it, mm-hmm. but more. Um, and I wanted to go somewhere where I, I've never been here before, so I wanted to go somewhere that like. I didn't know anything. I had to rely on my phone. I wouldn't know anyone that worked at any of the bars. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to actually just like kind of be lost, mm-hmm. and um, and just that that feeling. I think because when I was a kid growing up, like I always had a plan and I always knew where I was gonna go, and I just never was that person that like didn't know any uh-huh. like anything or what they wanted to do. So you wanted that. I was experience. like, I need to do it now because when I'm fifty, yeah, it's I not know. gonna be as fun. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you must have saved up enough too. Yeah, I sold a house. Oh, wow. So that, <laughs> that. So what my, were you hey, doing in San Fran? Um, like I was working with animals. Yeah. Animals. Yeah. So I have Did a degree in animal behavior, <gasps> and um, I was working with animals there. And um, I bought a little house when the market was down for dirt Good cheap. Good for you. And, Good uh, for you. Flipped it thanks Holy to IKEA uh, and I sold it. Either. And then I took a chunk of money. I was like, I'm gonna move to New York, and this chunk of money is gonna like last me a year. And I'm just gonna, exp- I'm like quoting, experience in New York for the first mm-hmm. year, and like. I got through about eight months and I was like, oh shit. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, though. now That's we have to find another good. job. That, I mean, yeah, 12 months, eight months. Like, That's good. I budgeted pretty good. Yeah. Did you find another animal day job here? No, I wanted a career change too. Oh. Um, but I wasn't sure what that was going to be. And oh. so that's when I went to cosmetology school. Um, good for you. And now I just started doing hair. Oh, oh hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah hair, right? there's a it's, lot of competition. I know it's like very difficult to like get a good hair yeah. job here because I have a friend who just had to do because like they, you don't just get to like straight up do it. You have to kind of be like an assistant yeah. and then like work your way up. Like I'm assisting now. Yeah, and it's like it's really cool. Um, but yeah, you have to work. Do you want to name drop where you work? If they want clients. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it's up to you. I, I don't assist care. Ryan Trickstead. He's a celebrity stylist, so he Ooh. does a bunch of um people for the red carpets, yes. and for photo shoots. Um, so it's really cool. I'm like hair assist and then personal assist too. So okay. it's nice cause I'm doing like different things all the time, yeah. which is kind of great cause I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I just knew I kind of liked hair mm-hmm. and that was like my backup option mm-hmm. in high school. Oh wow. So, yeah, hair is so doing. difficult. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. jealous. You just did like a whole life change. That's like, I really know. Cool. Yeah, I you should life. feel really, really proud. <laughs> no, you should. It's so difficult. It was the scariest so thing ever. I know. But like fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I did something very similar where when I moved to LA, like similar story, not did not have like a year's worth of salary (laughs) to live on. And that's why I'm back in New York. (laughs) Yeah, the coast is so different. It's so, but you know what? San Fran reminds me a lot of New York. So I feel Mm -hmm. like getting over here wasn't such a cultural shock. No, it's like a baby. And like every time I go somewhere else, it kind of reminds me of a place back home, which like really makes like some. Somewhere I had never been. Yeah. Like when I was here, I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of like the Oakland Hills, like the mm-hmm. houses. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like a little familiar. It's a little bit outside of the city. So like, yeah, it's nice. Because I used to live in LA, but I visited San Fran. I was like, oh my God, I feel like 
this is so similar to New York. It's, yeah, it's, it's a baby like New how York. It is. It's an old city, like yeah. so. Like it's the architecture is beautiful yeah. too. Did you ever go like do nightlife out there? Like yeah, like, I yeah. So uh, my other job, it it was great. But like if you have a job you love, you usually don't get paid a lot for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would work at nightlife. I would go go dance. Oh. So I would go go dance like four or five nights a week, Ooh. sleep two hours, and then go to work all day, and then repeat. Is there a lot? I mean, obviously there's a huge gay scene there but it's like yeah. has like the um the tech industry kind of like taken over the gay areas there no i mean the castro is mm-hmm. still the castro okay. um mm-hmm. and that's where most of the gay bars are yeah. that's really um where i go go dance there mm-hmm. and then down in la every now and then but um no because like it's weird everyone lives in san francisco but then they commute usually down to san jose which yeah. is like ridiculous but it's also very very expensive in san jose oh my- as well yeah <laughs> it's a really like I always say like New York's like twenty dollars cheaper in rent here. It like is. it's pretty much the same, but like but you save it's, twenty dollars a it's month. More expensive. Just, yeah. no, <laughs> Not much, sure. but like it's that's, a little. That's a good meal. No, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's funny. Did you see any drag over there? Yeah, like I grew up um, in nightlife. I grew up with drag. Like California drag's a lot different it than New York so drag. It is so different. So like it's still I have to like. T- like in my head, like when I picture drag, I picture like California drag. Oh, do you? Yeah. So like it's mm. when I came to New York, it was like. I have never seen, like, the first show I went to was, like, Brita Filter, and mm-hmm. I didn't know that, like, here a drag show. was like, you're a drag queen, here's a microphone, yeah. go on stage for three hours, mm-hmm. and um, when you're done, we'll pay you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was just, like, watching and watching and was like, this is insane, because, like, a host back at home, like, they maybe do the opening number or closing number, yeah. and they, like, tell a joke, introduce the queen, introduce the next queen, mm-hmm. and the queens literally, like, just perform, mm-hmm. and they change, like, hair shoes clothes Mm -hmm. between every yeah it's more like it's more like vignettes i guess of drag yeah they do their number and go on to the it kind of reminds me of mickey's because that's like the most famous like drag show where like they'll do two numbers each and there's like a whole roster Uh and everyone just gets their two numbers in yeah there's like five Mm -hmm. girls yeah they do a game in the middle they do happy birthday shots yeah literally and there's like no you don't have to be you don't have to be comfortable you don't have to want to ever be on my yeah successful drag queen we're here it's like yeah you better learn how to you talk better about kn- if learn you do drag like, if you want to do full time and like make actual money yeah. you have to know how to be a host yeah but like those skills transfer so well especially on tv what you mm-hmm. described like, just sounded like um so my first drag show ever mm-hmm. well, not, maybe not ever at least in new york was at lips and that was basically like oh, the sort oh of, yeah sort of like uh, it was just like show, 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 and then very expensive dinner. No shade towards lips. Like it, it, it was is very expensive. expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. Um, mm-hmm. I, that's so odd. Uh, I don't know. I've always expected like someone hosting the. It's gig. it's just so different on the West Coast than the East huh. Coast. I mean, Florida is different too because I'm very familiar with that scene. But like West Coast, it's just. Also, there is way more of a reliance for nightlife on go-go boys than there is here. Yes. Over there, at least in LA, like over there, they expect the go-go boys to kind of bring people in, like just mm-hmm. for entertainment value. And like here is drag queens only. Like there'll be go-go boys here and there, but yeah. like drag queens are the attraction that you're going to see. I was going to say, mm-hmm. I think I maybe know three go-go dancers in it's, New York. It's just not yeah. a thing here. Also, it's fucking cold here. So like, True. where are we going to put yeah. go-go boys? Like I thought when I come in, I was like, maybe I'll go back, like go-go dancing. Like I literally go-go dance until like i left yeah and like and i was like maybe i'll get into like dancing out here like to meet people mm-hmm. um it's just not it really, was really hard yeah like, i go go dance a few places but like mm-hmm. it just it's not it used to be same. like um monster used to have go-go boys that's where go-go dance. yeah and then the cock that's where I go and dance. that's like <laughs> it, though. but that's, that's like it. it that's yeah. like the, 
begin and end of list. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so a lot of Google boys end up becoming drag queens, as everyone does in New York. So <laughs> it's just Da-da-da. like the progression, <laughs> which is funny because like go-go boys tend to be like more on the masculine side and then drag is just usually very fast. I love a masculine <laughs> drag queen. Oh, I, I do too. But you know, <laughs> I mean, I... Psh- that's what I'm surrounded by. <laughs> Speaking of that transition, how did you um, go from go-go to drag, I guess? Was it easy or? Um, yeah, I mean, it was easy. I don't know. I never thought it was like easy or hard. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it back at home because I, I always wanted to. Like, I'm always, mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm a fan of drag. Like, I, this, okay. So I first learned about drag from Drag Race season one. I really like cars. And I also knew who RuPaul was. <laughs> RuPaul's a drag queen. Like, that, okay, that, that, was, that took me like a second. So when I saw, because they would air on yeah, VHS yeah, yeah. syndication the next day. So mm-hmm. I was like, I would see it when I was like in school. And I was like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. That's that drag queen guy who's going to talk mm-hmm. about cars. cars. I love cars. <laughs> and I'm interested in this person. Oh, my God. I was wrong. Like, you were so wrong. Fan season one. And that's how I became a fan season one. And then I never did it at home because I was... Um, I guess like so involved in nightlife that I was always afraid like if I failed or mm-hmm. made a fool of myself I would have to see these people the next day oh. and so when I came here I was still a fan and like still scared yeah and then like one day I, like I was talking to my friend I was like we should just do it like we only know each other mm-hmm. if we go out and fail like we can just wash our face and like pretend it never happened <laughs> and that's well, you like, mean what Bartir does every day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had a gig yesterday didn't wear any makeup and I still stole the show thank you oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had no face to wash um yeah and that's kind of that's that's why I did it out here and not back at home but that's why my like idea of drag is still California. Based oh yeah, of course. Because I just grew up and like uh, drag queens um, and drag entertainers just kind of showed me the way. Like when I broke out of zit, they're the ones that taught me like makeup, how mm-hmm. to cover it, like as a boy. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, San Fran has such an alternative scene. It's one of the few like alternative like drag areas. So yeah. I'm surprised you weren't you were like nervous about doing it over there because I feel like it's more like anything goes. It is anything mm-hmm. goes, but like if you're gonna do like the alternative stuff, like you have. I okay, like uh, they would have Tranny Shack. Yeah, which I know. Is now mother. I know. And, you know. Like, <laughs> they would go and they would have stories and like they would have like backup dancers, mm-hmm. but they would like help tell the story and like themes and costumes and like people hanging from the ceiling yeah. and that was like it was very like intimidating but amazing. Yeah. So, I was, like, I don't know. I yeah. Don't know no, there's so many legends are over there. Yeah. yeah. Do you consider yourself an alternative queen at all or? I don't know. Like I've never really. It's, that's like one of the hardest questions people ask. Like, what mm-hmm. would do? Like, what kind of queen? I mm-hmm. don't know. Um, I would like to experiment like more on that, mm-hmm. and I feel yeah. like that comes more natural to me than like maybe like the Sunday at the Ritz is a little bit harder because yeah. you know you have to do like the dance yeah. props, mm-hmm. and um, I would rather do like a slow song and tell a story. I was gonna say you're dance. like more of a hybrid for my like own yeah. perception. Like that's what I kind of see because you do like look wise, you're like more kind of out out there. I uh-huh. I think. And then performance-wise, you also do you can do the top forty, but you can also do like a ballad if you want. So yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I prefer a ballad because I'm not. They're fine. I I'm feel like two-step or a pointer. I feel like you. I mean, your look can be very Manhattan, but I feel like your style might be more Brooklyn. I feel like I'm too um, sometimes like too polished. Like if we're doing like Brooklyn Manhattan, but like I'm too yeah. polished for like an edgy drag. Like oh, like the lips, the eyes, like yeah, you're very like, like mainstream with like your look. I feel like when you go to Manhattan, they're like. Oh, like you have red contacts and that's you have a bloody eye. Like yeah, that's weird. Like I feel like I'm kind of like this right in between. Where like, yeah, I'm too yeah. clean for one, but like 
too edgy for, for the, the other. other yeah it's mm. interesting yeah it's just a fine line and you're like one of the few i feel like that actually can do both yeah, too I try to. yeah. which is good you want to be different yeah. like don't do what everyone else is doing anyway yeah. that's when, once mm. i learned that yeah like, drag became way less stressful and i think super enjoyable is like not to do what somebody else does mm-hmm. because they're successful just do it I want to do. Yeah. I mean, that's just how you find your voice and stand out because there's five billion drag queens here. Everyone is drag. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. uh, I think think it was last year. um, Shout out to Thodacy. They did like a compilation of like how many queens were working in New York. And Mm -hmm. it was like a thousand and something. And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) It's probably more than that. But honestly, I mean, what what do we call working now? Like getting paid? Because that's that's the real question. Like, who's getting paid? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure not. I'm like, it's not Martyr. Is that you? <laughs> okay, we're gonna ask one more question, then we're gonna break. Okay, but I think it's our most important question. Oh, deal with it. How did you get your name? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, I didn't. Okay, I did have a name. I couldn't think of a name. I practiced for a month makeup before I went out, and when I went out, I couldn't think of a name that really stuck uh-huh. and the first job i got out here there was this older lady her name was virginia mm-hmm. but they called her virgie and uh-huh. to me she was stereotypical like new york she was she had no patience for anybody mm-hmm. who worked at um, a furniture store mm-hmm. and if like a client asked a question she would literally turn around and just start talking shit about them and they're like right behind them but she had like the glasses with the pearls and like yes. the sweaters like the vintage like boots and so i was like okay she's very new york i'm doing this in new york so i'm gonna do virgie mm-hmm. I met Madeline Hatter, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God, it's Madeline Hatter. Oh my God, she's coming over here. She's uh-huh. like, hi, what's your name? And I was like, Virgie. She's like, no, that's a stupid name. <laughs> and I was like, no. My friend's like, yeah, 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 he does. <laughs> and so she left. I gave her my phone, and then she was like, this person, well, they thought their name was Virgie. She said, Virginia. Uh, Mitch was DJing, so Mitch was like, Virginia uh-huh. Thick, because I padded and a big butt mm-hmm. and then she's like no virginia slim or no virginia slams and then virginia thick yeah and that's yeah how it evolved and i finally that's figured out good, the pun yeah that's a good story so, actually I, that's <laughs> a, and a butt pun so if you smoke, yeah like big butts, exactly way. no um, that's great and with that we're gonna take a little break yeah bye kids bye, bye. bye. You could be the one. You could be the one. Okay. You could be the one. And we're back. Oh. <laughs> Too much Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been stealing Caitlyn's Disney Plus. Which, honestly, I found out you're only allowed to have four devices on it, so I might have to kick you off soon. Wow. Who, are you, who else is No, because it? like I need it for like my computer, my TV, and then like... Uh, I've been Other watching shit. It, I've been watching it both on my computer and my TV. Yeah, so. you literally it's gonna cancel like how okay. many plays. Well, we'll see. Let Disney decide. Yeah, oh, I know. Honestly, though, I'm, gonna, decision, I, I'm honestly gonna no see. Just let Disney do it. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna see. I also have to. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> I've only been watching like. Disney Channel original movie. Ah, oh, I haven't had time. Yeah. Um, There's which ones? Um, what, which one did I watch? Uh, Don't look under the bed. Get a clue. Oh, so good. Get a clue was like my favorite show. I loved that movie. Um, what else did I watch? I watched all like the weird ones. Um, There's so many weird ones. Can of the Worms or something, something like that. I I know what you're talking about. I don't think I watched it. Oh, and I watched the Hercules uh, TV show. I know you're so excited (laughs) about that. 
Anyway. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> so, back to Virginia. How did you become House of Hatter? Um, I... So Madeline With, was a, yeah. Yeah, Madeline was the first person I met. Yeah. And I was like super like professional like quote unquote professional. So at the end, she I showed up to Look Queen. Nobody was there competing. She was hosting. She came to me, she's like, Do you want to do a number? I'll pay you. Ooh. Um and I was like, No. My friend said yes. She came back. I gave her my phone, performed. She wanted me to do a second number. I was so nervous and it was late. It was like twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just went home and never got paid because <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know anything. Yeah. Secure your money, girl. Yeah. <laughs> now I know that was a big mistake. You should never let me down. Um but before I left, I was like, um like, hey, I want to do Jagger. What do you recommend? Um some stuff. Like I know who you are. Like I mm-hmm. watch like your YouTube videos. Um and so she's like, oh like learn makeup, learn how to sew. Mm-hmm. Um it's a tough industry if you want to do it really really commit to it. Don't get discouraged. And um, I didn't ask about the event. She's like, and I don't have drag kids, so don't ask. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, but I still looked up to her, and she was really nice. And she slowly just kind of became a mentor over time. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that once she saw that like, I was committed mm-hmm. and the direction I was taking my drag, mm-hmm. she, um, she, we were sitting in our house one time, and we were actually, me and Z were part of another house that Ooh. wasn't quite as close and then mm. she was like just so you guys know if you want a drag mother mm. you have options and me mm. and Z like looked at each other and we're like okay like we were like nervous and so excited like we were like okay yeah cool whatever and like we literally like, <laughs> left her house and we're like did she ask us to be her bracket what did we do we were so excited Yay. and then we don't know how to bring it back up we're like what do we say? Like, remember last week when you said you'd be our drag mom? And it's like, we just played it like super cool mm-hmm. um, for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, so like casually, remember like you're our drag mom, right? And she was like, yeah, that's what I said, right? <laughs> we like, yeah, 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 of course, of course. Um, and so yeah, then me, Z, and then Blue is the third. Um, oh. And that's the House of Hatter. Oh, I feel like there's so many more though. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, nasty It feels queens. like there's like a billion other like, people around there's Madeline. Like a, a, yeah, there's a bunch of people around <laughs> Madeline. Yeah. Um, I think uh, after Blue, uh, she's, I think she's done. She said she was done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think me, Z, Blue, like round off really well, like a nice diverse house. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like uh, Victoria Elizabeth Black mm-hmm. is like a drag kid that stayed from like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know she's had a couple people like pop in and out mm-hmm. over like the past mm-hmm. 10 years, but I don't think anyone's really stayed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that we talk about all the time as mm-hmm. like a house, how like, unique that we are we all complement each other and we're all kind of a little different yeah definitely all different and nasty's kind of there too nasty and i was gonna uh, say like nasty seems like a part of your little coven so yeah (laughs) she was yeah so she's like been there for mad from like the beginning Mm -hmm. yeah whenever she moved to new york Mm -hmm. um and so they always like say that they're like like drag wives and stuff yeah like they're just like really best friends Mm -hmm. and i think that's really cute another level of like closeness that they have That's oh. interesting. I never really understood the dynamic of House of Hatter, so I'm glad you broke it down. Because just because it just seems like there's so many people oh, we around Madeline. A lot. It's the three of us arguing a lot, and we yell at each other and make everyone uncomfortable. But Good. We're just fine. Yeah. Like, we'll walk into a bar, and, like, Mad will, like, say something at ZZ. We'll snap back, and every, like, the bar is, like, it gets quiet. Ooh. And then someone will come, like, you guys are fighting. The and, girls like, are be- fighting. No, we just had a conversation. <laughs> that, was a, that was a normal conversation. And then, yeah, we just make fun of Blue the whole time. And it's great. It's like a normal family. But there's lots of, like, uh, like I don't know, like, cousins, like, just close people around yeah. Madeline all mm-hmm. the time. And she's a great person. Mm-hmm. And um, she's really, like, direct, which I think a lot of people yeah. can 
find intimidating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if but she doesn't BS and like if you ask her advice, she gives it to you and she's like a really she really wants everyone to succeed mm-hmm. and she like just gives great advice. So I think a lot of people do like follow her and around. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome. I've only had a few interactions with her, but they've all always been like pretty pleasant. Uh, pleasant, excuse me. Um, and yeah, she's I like her. <laughs> do you have any wigs from Adeline? <laughs> Wigs. <laughs> wigs. Um, I because okay. that's like a thing. I, I a lot of people have wigs from Madeline, but I styled them myself. Oh, but when I first started, I bought one wig for her, like a styled wig. A yeah, yeah. I bought it for her right before I went to California to do shows out there because I wanted a real, like, professional wig. Because mm-hmm. I made some, I was like, I don't know if they're gonna last the suitcase. Uh huh. Got one from her, took it to California, wore it, loved it. Did a photo shoot at her house. She brushed it with a brush that had yellow hair dye in it. And a huge yellow stripe in it. And this was like almost a year ago. So it's literally sitting. My only Madeline had her like styled wig. Yeah. Like sitting at her house still Aww. on a shelf waiting for her to finish dyeing it yellow. <laughs> yellow in it. That's so funny. So yeah, so I kind of have an official Madeline. Well, there you go. But it's at her house. <laughs> what was it like watching her on Dragula? It was really cool. Um, I know they filmed it way before they aired it. Yeah, not as mm-hmm. not like Drag Race where they film it like a year in advance. No, but there was a few months gap. Um, I remember we the house was all together. Like we all made like her outfits and helped her sew. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just doing a bunch of stuff for the show. And I, I just remember like talking because she, like, just about everything that happened on the show. Like before, like are you gonna mm-hmm. be open? Like what if they bring this up? What if uh, they bring this up? Mm-hmm. Are you nervous? People are gonna like think this of you? Like yeah. how you come across? Um, and I remember she's like, I'm just going to go and like be myself on the show. And mm-hmm. then when she came back, I was like, like, were you yourself? Did these certain topics come up? And she's like, yeah. And I talked about it like openly and honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think it showed in the show. It kind of showed her like her, like you really got to know her and like, mm-hmm. yeah, she narrated the show as long as she was on the yeah. show. That's the best position to, to be see, in. Like behind mm-hmm. the scenes of like the struggle she's been through in her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think she was really open and honest about everything. And I'm glad she was there long enough to get. Yeah, like the one-liners out, and then all like her struggles that she's gone through. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I enjoyed watching her on the show. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you'd ever do Dracula? Um, I mean, I, w- I would. I want to be on a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I would be a little more like Drag Race. I can, uh, I can Zama see more on Drag definitely Race. Definitely more um, Dragula. Mm-hmm. And then we joke that Blue's gonna be on Camp One and Kiki. <laughs> I don't think she likes that joke very much. <laughs> a few people have asked if she's made the cast because we joke about it so much. <laughs> oh my god! So she's just more nervous. That she has to tell people she didn't make the cast, and she's like, "That's even more embarrassing." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I can, I feel like I can kind of go both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but like simply, I don't feel like I'm. Like edgy or raw enough for Dragula, mm-hmm. but I think if I got to like Drag Race, they'd be like, "You're weird." Like, why they like the weirdos. <laughs> they do. Yeah, you just have it's, to be slightly off of center. Like Evie, I always think was like, I feel like she'd do okay on Dragula, but uh-huh. she was like off of center enough to like do well on Drag Race. Right. That's all you need to be. Just slightly. Just a little different. Just, just tiny bit. Tiny yeah. bit different. She's been really mm-hmm. off lately, but I don't know if you've Oof. seen that. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot going on. Yeah, there's that, a lot of that drama <laughs> surrounding <laughs> Um, So Madeline's like home bar is basically the Ritz. Do you ever like perform there often? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a Sunday show there. Oh, so every cute. Sunday we do like um kind of like that weird in between um after brunch mm-hmm. but before like if you're going out Sunday night yeah, show yeah. from 8 to 11 called Boop. So I saw you there. Yeah. I just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so we do Sunday at the Ritz. Um, that's like our weekly show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do Trifecta, which is the first Thursday at Rosemont. 
mm. which is uh like my favorite show because it's mm. you get to be like more experimental and um i get to like think of a song mm-hmm. think of a song tell the song and think of a look to go with it mm-hmm. and that's kind of why i like drag yeah to like kind of do that whole thing the second and third song of trifecta are always really hard because my look definitely goes to the first song uh, but uh but yeah so we have that mm-hmm. i feel like people like slowly like leave towards like second and third oh rosemont's things. great for that like you can definitely like have a whole narrative if you want or if you want to like yeah specific, like if you just want to specifically have different pieces for each act that works too yeah that's why i like rosemont yeah. i think it's like probably the I don't know if it's the best performing space, but it's definitely one of my favorites in Brooklyn, at least. I don't know if you. I mean, there's not yeah. too many to choose from. I feel like <laughs> yeah. that was one of the first places I performed, like where I was done performing, and I was like, I felt good about that. Like, I yeah. felt comfortable. The audience made me feel comfortable. Um, so like it that holds like a special place, yeah. kind of like in my history of drag or yeah. drag experience. Um, I like the. Um, I think I, I guess I'm just complimenting Rosemont. That's a surprise. Um, maybe they can be your first sponsor. I know, right? They should. Um, wells. I really like the staging there because it's like, um, it used to be a jazz bar, so it's like really close together with everything. So like the stage is like there, but like everyone's surrounding you like pretty closely. So mm-hmm. you can have like your intimate moment and it not being like super, because I feel like in bigger stages, like Monster, mm-hmm. Ritz, kind of like, if you do like a slower song, it feels like it's you on like a stage and like everyone's just sort of like in the background. But yeah. at the Rosemont, it's like more confined and like more homely mm-hmm. i guess that's i don't know that's my feeling no you're right yeah you're right <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> and the mirrors. yeah mm-hmm. i just look at myself in the mirrors too tea so like, <laughs> oh yeah so many people seeing. oh that's what they're seeing i feel like that's maybe also like i feel comfortable performing there too because like you can see what you're doing you can see what you're doing that's yeah. so that's true like. oh, no. don't stand like that I do yeah. miss the piano. Anyways. Mm. I think there's a keyboard back there right now. Oh. Is there? It's a jazz club again. Ooh. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> we laughed. <laughs> we laughed. <laughs> we laughed. Um, uh, <laughs> okay, so you currently clearly are at the Rosemont the Ritz, but mm. before that, it seems like you did some drag competitions. I did, yes. <laughs> so, the good old drag competitions. Yeah. Every drag queen in New York. Yeah. Like, so... You did iconic and look queen. Mm-hmm. How was that like? They were cool. Look queen. Look queen was uh, not being from California mm-hmm. and like researching New York drag mm-hmm. and like look queen was like with the competition. Like Bob started it. It's, you yeah. know, drag yeah. race. So it's like that's something I wanted to do. The first place I went to in drag was a look queen competition, mm-hmm. um, and I felt it really fostered like the drag that I wanted to do. Like the, mm-hmm. the weirdness to tell a story, and I met with like Felicia there, mm-hmm. some friends that I still have today. Um, it was really cool. I won. October, the mm-hmm. last October they had it. Yeah. I won that one, which is like my third prelims. Mm-hmm. I tried, so that was like really. That's cool. really good because there'd be people who like go every month. I tried like, so hard. Okay, like, there was it's hard. Four. So I was doing drag for four. Mo- I always count drag my first year by like the Look Queen prelims mm-hmm. because that was like my second. When I did my first one, I was doing drag for two weeks. And I did mm-hmm. my first prelim. Yeah. So I was like every prelim is like basically a month of drag. Ah, so yeah. I did one, two, out of town for the third one, and then I did the October one, and I won that one. That's amazing. That was like a huge accomplishment. Yeah, it, it's a big shocked. accomplishment yeah. to win that um, back in the day. Now it's back in the day. Ex- now it doesn't exist. That was like anymore. over a year ago now. Oh, wow. Look Queen was such a good way to like see up and coming talent. Like yeah. you really go into the shows, because I went from the beginning. Like yeah. you could just like see who's going to rise to the top and who's going to fade. And that's like a new queen. Like they would have judges. Like they would have like. As, in, as a fan of drag, like they would have like the drag race girls. Yeah, all like, the drag race New girls. New York girls would yeah. be there. And like mm-hmm. one of the coolest things, like 
Tina Burner is like very intimidating. Yeah. And I remember I did one, she hosted one prelim, maybe the first or second one, and I introduced myself. She was really nice. And then the next one, she was like, oh, I remember you. And I was like, I haven't seen you literally in a month. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just mm-hmm. really cool. Like someone like really high in New York. Tina, nice. as much as she works, she's actually like super friendly and like, yeah, really, yeah. Uh, Cause I used to do Star Search every day, or, like every week, every day, every, every day, every day, uh, every week. <laughs> I was at Star, like um, my first semester of undergrad. I, I, cause that's I didn't know any other like drag competitions, yeah. so I just go there every Thursday and uh, make a fool of myself because mm-hmm. <laughs> Manhattan doesn't get me and that's okay. <laughs> I, I, I like when it, people are so different that people don't know what to do oh, like yeah. in drag wise. Yeah. Like I've, you, we need that. I've gone, <laughs> I, I got in the top a couple times but like um, God bless her, Egypt would sweep everyone. <laughs> yeah. Egypt has done every competition. I've seen her at every competition. Egypt was ever. the girl in a competition would walk in the room and like I don't know about anyone else but I'd be like Oh great! Well, I'm yeah. not winning. Let's <laughs> say whatever it be close. Like I'm not even gonna get like top half of the good girls. Like yeah, she's very talented. She's the queen she's of competition. Competition. Um, my favorite thing. My favorite memory of that is that um, I think it was that year she won a star search so much that um, the bar had to send her a W nine because she won more uh, prize money than like that was taxable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that happens, which is hilarious. <laughs> You also did Iconic, which I've never seen because it's in freaking Astoria. It was far. So the cab ride made that competition <laughs> so expensive. Uh, yeah. You took a cab there? Yeah, because it was usually cold or raining. Mm. Okay. And like, okay, so you had to like bring stuff because it, it, yeah. it was an amazing stage. If yeah. you ever get to perform on that stage, they have like yeah. a snow yeah. machine, fireworks, lights, smoke, yeah, yeah. Um, a giant screen TV. It was a really cool stage to perform on. Mm-hmm. Um, I made it through most of the competition. Mm-hmm. I, I did uh, back out of the competition near the end of it. Um, Ooh, yeah, why? It's a good story. Do you want, do you want, to, yeah, do you want to talk? Uh, about yeah, it? no, yeah. It's up to you. That's up to you. about it. Um, it was it. it I like okay. The good thing about the competition, I really got to like really hone, and I feel that's where I found out like who Virginia really was. Mm-hmm. Doing that every single week, and I got to revisit a lot of numbers that I did early on, mm-hmm. and do them on a really cool stage, and was really happy with that experience. Um, my experience with that competition is that um, they love all kinds of drag, mm-hmm. but there was a winning type of drag. And my drag uh, was not the winning type of drag. And mm-hmm. as we got closer to the finale, um, and I, I hadn't placed high, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, do I keep going? I know I don't stand a chance of winning, and that's yeah. very discouraging, which, mm-hmm. you know, that I knew that going into it, that, that was discouraging. But um, it kind of just, it, 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 like, in a nutshell, it just became not fun anymore. Yeah. Um, and some other people had left, um, and it was really dwindling down. Um, so I, I was just like, you know, it's not fun. It's not worth it financially. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to invest like minimal into it by still getting a big product because I didn't yeah. have a lot of money, um, to invest in it. And yeah, that, like that, that was it. But what season were you in? Two. 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 Okay. Two. Yeah, so like three. One, yeah. They just ended three like yesterday. Oh, yeah. who won? Jax. Jax. Oh, but cute. funny story. Okay. So a few, someone got disqualified. Zavaleta got disqualified. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that night she got Okay, so there was, that night was elimination night. There's mm-hmm. top two, bottom two. Two separate songs you had to lip sync for. I memorized the bottom two. I was like, I, I can do the math. There was yeah. a 66% chance I'm in the bottom <laughs> two. <laughs> so I memorized that song. And then um, it goes right to the very end. Zava leaves. And so they announce like in the back, hey girls, um, Zavala is no longer in the competition. She's done. So just be prepared. You know, things could be a little different here. And I remember like turning to like Heidi. I'm pretty sure it was Heidi. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's fine. But like, I only know the bottom song. So whatever, like whatever you're going to do, 
I only know the bottom song. <laughs> and so they get up there like, Zavaleta's on the long competition. Everyone's lip syncing for the live for the top song. Oh. oh fucking kidding me. Oh. So it came off as a really cunty move. Um, but not, okay, so I was trying to get disqualified. <laughs> I was like, okay, I just need to go. I, like, this is not it. Um, so this song plays, and I just stand on stage, and I cross my arms, and I just looked pretty. And the girls are, like, dancing and everything, and I just literally am standing there. Like, they're going to disqualify me. Like, someone has to go home. It's going to be me, and I've made it very clear. But, okay, this is just, like, my point of view. I think what they did, they didn't expect me to do that, so they disqualified Zava. And, like, we sent someone home. 15 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck, we can't send her home too. She's <laughs> so like, well, I guess you made it to the finale. <laughs> Stand over there and do what you did on stage, which was nothing. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and like, people were like, that was so cunty of you. Like, that was a crazy move. And it worked. I was like, it didn't work. I wanted to, to go home. <laughs> and then like Zava's mom was there. She's like, that was so cute. You stood in solidarity for Z because she got kicked out of the competition. I was like, I just wanted to get disqualified. <laughs> and then I used my discount at Krylon, and then I sent an email saying thank you. But Smart bitch. Smart bitch. <laughs> and then I went to California and gigged out in California. I made hella money. So. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's a, it's a cool competition. It's a really great stage. And I, like, I'm yeah. thankful for like They really let me. I was there yesterday. So. Virginia is. Yeah. Well, it's like it's the thing with drag competitions. I think it's a good way to like push yourself and like come up with new numbers and stuff. But yeah, there is definitely that element where people just get so discouraged that they just don't want to do it anymore. Was intense. Like watching on Instagram, Mm -hmm. like they they fucking brought it. Would you? Okay. Would you do another competition that you like knew you weren't gonna win? That was rigged for me to win. Not rigged. Not rigged. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you just wanted to grow as like an artist, would you do a competition? That you knew for certain you want to do like or win a long term competition like that. Um, yeah, I guess so. A couple weeks, like a two week thing, maybe a three week uh-huh. thing. Maybe I would consider it mm-hmm. depending on what it is and like who else is in the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, a one off, yeah, I would definitely do like a one off, mm-hmm. not like a drag wars thing, but maybe like a dragnet. Like I mm-hmm. told me okay. I would do that. Like it's a one time thing. I was, I'm just wondering if I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to do that? Uh, no, I've done a few. Like no, that. yeah. <laughs> Long-term competitions? Yeah. Where oh, just, that you knew you weren't going to yeah. win? I Honestly, sometimes it's just about the exposure and just like meeting new people and like getting those contests yeah. too. Like yeah. I didn't go into mm-hmm. Iconic thinking I was going to win, but yeah. I, I did kind of go into it thinking like I could at least win one of these weeks. Mm. Yeah. Like the, the whatever week it was for like special effects makeup, like mm. I went to it like so confidently, like especially mm-hmm. my makeup skills. And then like that was a really discouraging one to... Um, to not even place that mm. one, like that one hurt. And then my home week, cause I felt like really vulnerable for that one. And I know that like how I feel vulnerable doesn't mean that my performance was good. Yeah. 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 Mm. But, um, those are the two I was like, if I can't even place in those two and those are, I felt my strongest weeks, then I'm not going to waste money and like, pay yeah, of course. And buy outfits for yeah. the finale. Yeah. My thing is, I, I've never seen iconic. So this has nothing to do with that. Um, my thing is sometimes the judging is just like off. It's just like these random people yeah. who like have nothing to do with drag and just like are there. They okay, so that they did. Mm-hmm. I did find that they did have I did good judge. judges. Yeah, okay, good. Very diverse. Okay, um, good. Um, mm-hmm. and they give. But the thing is, like judges change, which is kind of cool because everyone yeah. somebody else. Yeah. But um, you know, sometimes they have like some Broadway girls who really appreciate Broadway drag and yeah, not, are quite yeah. understanding of other drag, which is yeah, they were like, we don't understand, but. 
you look great, girl. Yeah, I um, feel like a lot of times it's not even that. Just like people who just like aren't even that aware of drag too, like yeah. end up judging just because they know whoever's running it. And I'm just like, why are you the judge? Like, yeah, how did the, how did you get in this a position? Spin, like, a, not a soul cycle mm-hmm. instructor, but like a spin instructor judge once <laughs> at another competition. Yeah, he was gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I was like, uh, cool. So you just nod your head, you're like, uh huh. Yeah, I follow him now. Like, <laughs> like, I like his pictures and like we chat every now and then. He's, go- but like, yeah, but I understand. Like, it was hard. Like, it's just that like, judge. why are you here judging drag when you clearly know nothing is, about drag? Like, if you ask out to do a competition, it's kind of like who's in it and who's judging. Like, is it someone who has yeah. just six months of drag on me? Because I'm like, I, 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 I can still learn. You can learn from everybody. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, if it's gonna be uh, uh, someone who's been in drag longer than judge me then yeah i would do it for sure yeah but if someone maybe has just like a year i mean like no not like not disrespect for them but like it's kind of i don't know i want to learn something from someone who's like been in the game for 10 yeah. years yeah or like knows what drag is. yeah or someone who does drag like if i want my peer to like critique me i'll just ask them i don't need to yeah, be like yeah. i don't need that public what do you think of my interaction face? Do a <laughs> selfie. or like i don't even think they need to like have like drag experience just like have gone to see drag shows yeah. and like yeah. know are like, aware of Peter. Yeah. Oh my he god. All types of drag. So he's he's seen everybody. Yeah. Being Captain Wonder. Yeah. Being Captain Wonder definitely like get along because we definitely like fill fulfill like similar roles. So like yeah. we see a lot of drag. So we have we know mm-hmm. what people are trying to do with their drag. Yeah. Whether it succeeds or it do- doesn't doesn't really matter. But yeah. we know mm-hmm. what the intention is, which is yeah. important. So you talked about your special effects uh, makeup and how you feel confident in that. <laughs> um, I, I know you went to cosmetology school too. So do you mind talking to us about your makeup experience? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Make that's what drew, like drew me to drag was like the visual part of it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, watching on TV. Like it was never the acting or singing. It was like the makeup, like the face painting mm-hmm. was cool, um, and that's why I love drag. It's like the mm-hmm. transformation, and I do like changing like. If I meet you in drag and then I see you the next day and you don't know who I am, like I feel like I did a good job the night before painting mm-hmm. my face. Um, this is just my favorite part of drag. Like makeup, easy. Like I learn it. I can like see someone else, like what they do on their face and apply it to my face or adjust it. Um, performing for me is like the hard part. That's mm-hmm. what stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I love being in front of the mirror and just putting on the makeup. On the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we know. Well, your makeup is like so signature. I really like like it. Yeah. Also, this is the first time I've met you out of drag and would not have realized. <laughs> you could walk past same. me on the street. Like I was like, I wonder if I'm just gonna walk past Virginia today on the way to Martyrs, but <laughs> I did like, it. Okay. Like the funniest thing was like Petty Cash redid. I met her like the week earlier somewhere and she mm-hmm. was doing a plus so she was in the back i was as a boy i met her in drag a week mm-hmm. earlier and we talked about something and we were like messaging like on instagram like jokes and like i just got in the back room of bedlam and was like talking to her and she was talking back to me mm-hmm. and then emmy announced like oh yeah and like virginia thicks out there in the crowd and like i stood up and then she's like I didn't know that was you. I was just being <laughs> polite and talking to you in the back room, and it was weird. You knew so much about me. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh my god. It seemed a little awkward, but I thought that was just me. So I felt like I did a really good job that yeah, yeah that yep. she had no idea who I was. Are there any makeup trends you're using right now? Makeup trends? Uh, I don't know. Like, tr- no. Uh, oh. <laughs> I, uh, I try not to. Or do like products. Products. Okay, so this is um what i just started and i'm in love with was 
Candy Muse always had like a really smooth face. Mm-hmm. She does, and I like Jesus. she has good skin too. Yeah. yeah, and like so, I've never even talked to her about it, but like ru- I heard a rumor <laughs> that she uses like a stick foundation and then puts a liquid foundation over it. Oh. So I use a stick foundation oh. and do a liquid foundation over it, and it's like the best thing ever. Whoa. And so that's like my new thing that like I'm obsessed with, and I recommend anyone who wants a smoother foundation to try it. Oh my god, I might do it (laughs) too. Holy shit. So then I put my own little twist on it. Uh So I had like all my Krylon sticks. Yeah. And I would highlight with a double zero Krylon. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I just paint, I basically put a thin layer of that over my whole face. Yeah. Um, because if it's it's white and the color foundation you buy at the store, like when you buy eyeshadow, it's always tested like on a white base. So when you buy like the colors, if it goes on white, you know exactly what color it's gonna be. So then I buy the liquid foundation and I contour and highlight with all liquids over top of a double zero Krylon stick white. Shit. That is a lot of work. (laughs) It's not bad because you just like swipe, swipe, swipe. Okay. 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 And then like two pumps, like your forehead, two pumps here, and then you just like swipe on the contour stick and the highlight. Like instead of like the white forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the beige rainbow. Yeah, yeah, the con- yeah. It's like it's the same thing. She's, she's reading me right now because I um, totally contoured my face before we. <laughs> you started. are literally <laughs> drag. You got two red triangles over your I eyes. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I like that. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> um, that's my new thing that I'm doing. I'm I shook. Swear by for now. Okay, and I'm a good shook. pair of eyelashes. I got yeah. uh-huh. I bought a custom pair of eyelashes. Ooh, and they have changed my life. What liquid foundation do you recommend? Yeah, I use Mac because okay. I recently graduated cosmetology school, so I get a discount. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, um, she's rich. I saw someone with uh, smooth skin. I was like, "What foundation do you use?" And they were like, "Mac." And I was like, "Cool, I'm gonna try that Candy Muse technique okay. foundation." And it worked, oh. so I'm just going to stick with it. Yeah, that. I was going to say, I should try that. That's insane. One time I gave Candy Muse, I was like, oh, you need a makeup wipe. Here you go. She took my entire bag and, like, used the entire thing of makeup wipe. She has so much, like, makeup on. <laughs> she went through the entire thing. I was like, I was not expecting that, but you can just keep it now. Like, I don't oh, want that bag. Keep the last one. <laughs> but, like, it works, though. She, it explains yeah. why, like, if she does, like, the technique, it explains She why. is a living meme, and I love her. I know. Yeah. That's, she totally is. <laughs> At all times. Um, mm-hmm. You recently did um, a video for Boys Do oh, It yeah. Too. I did, yeah. Um, which also, was that the blackout look with the eye? It was, yeah. yeah. I'm obsessed with that look. So. Thank you. <laughs> I really want to recreate it, but um, do it. How did you come up with that like concept? And like, how did you figure that whole finagling? It was for a trifecta show <laughs> that's, uh, that we do. And it was one that Eva, Eva Destruction was our special mm-hmm. guest. And I was like, I wanted something really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And then... I forget who I was with, but we were joking around like reveals mm-hmm. and like a face reveal. Wouldn't that like be funny? And then I was like, oh, I can, I can do that. Like uh-huh. that doesn't seem that hard. And my mm-hmm. only worry was that when I put the mask over the black uh, that I didn't want the mask to rub off the yeah, black. That yeah, that makeup. Yeah. Um, and at that time, um, someone who does special effects for a movie were like, oh yeah, if you just prosade Velcro to your skin then you can put prosthetics on that. So when I, I did one test run and I prosade Velcro strips to my skin and Velcroed the mask on. But when I ripped the mask off, the Velcro came, which uh, <laughs> was a little raw on the skin. Oof. And you can see the Velcro. So I just stuck with the strap. Okay. Um, but then um, for blacking out eyes, you use like a black nylon, like black tights. Yeah. And cut that. Um, oh. And so just kind of like... Uh, that was that was what I was most impressed by. I was just like, I, I didn't even think of like putting like fabric. On, I mean, I put fabric on my face, but, <laughs> but like, like over your that eyes. That kind of like effect 
because if you can ruin yeah. the illusion of like your actual face yeah, yeah. Um, I did it I did an alien look where I did two giant circles mm-hmm. and I just wanted my face to be smooth besides my nose mm-hmm. um, and so I did that like a month earlier uh-huh. um, and I just I really like that like if you can really get rid of your own face yeah really fuck with people's heads i know i love that it kind of reminds me of hungry who did like um she does uh oh, yeah. mask reveals but her face is just the mask like five sh- different ways yeah she like a mask reveal to like her own her, the same face yeah which was just a mask to another face yeah actually her real face yeah it yeah. fucks me up every time i know it's so cool and though. you can't see her real face through the makeup like no. you can't it, it, it fucks with your head so much so much yeah. Yeah. it's so good i love it um with that, we should take a little break. Okay. Um, because I need some water, but we'll okay. be back, kids. Wait, okay. Bye. Oh, I thought you were recording. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing those sneak attacks on Caitlin. I'm like, saying. wait, I thought we were recording. Nope. Oh, too bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, every time I look at you um, during these breaks, your face has changed completely. Yep. Um, tonight, um, I'm in the middle of a photo series on Instagram, which you should follow. Me you at, should go at, follow her um, at Drag the Martyr. Um, but plug, um, plug, 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 plug. I haven't done the photo for tonight, and so uh, you course, can announce it because um, it's going to be out. By uh, the I know, episode. but during the course of this, five hours left for the night. You know, during the course of this podcast, um, um, I have painted my face during our breaks, <laughs> and like literally, it has gone from like stark white, and now it's getting redder and redder, mm-hmm. or pinker technically. Um, hopefully, the products. Is- is good at the end of it so we'll see we'll black see. white picture though that's the weird thing yep uh, it all makes sense now anyways yeah virginia's here too um so i i know you personally from a plus mm-hmm. which is a pan-asian review hosted by uh, no she doesn't host it um organized by produces it yeah produces it um emigrate which is um my unofficial drag um i'm gonna call it aunt auntie (laughs) yeah auntie Auntie. she's my my drag auntie or as everyone else says your drag mom um no that's (laughs) um, unofficially my drag mom is lady simon um but besides yeah now you're clearing the air because a lot of people think that um, that's funny because me Wait, Lady Simon is your unofficial. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have like seven. You have two unofficial drag moms. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm the same way and I don't even do drag. I'm okay with it. But A plus, how did you hear about it? How did you, um, uh, cause you've also go-go there as well. Yeah. Um, so tell us your experience with that. Yeah. Uh, I met Emmy, uh, when I was doing Polish the Queen, like when I first started, um, she didn't know I was Asian. Word got around her sometime over the night that I was Asian. And so oh. she walked up to me and she was like, I heard you're Asian. <laughs> I do an Asian drag show. Would you be interested in performing in it? Um, and I did the first one I performed. And then she had, at the time, was at the Monster. She had go-go's there in between drag sets. And then I was like, hey, I also go-go dance too. I can, I was like hustling, trying to get nightlife. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can go-go too. So I would go-go dance like every other month, perform every other month with her. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, a while back, she was like, you've come to all of them. Like, would you like to help, like, go to, go to the meetings with us and, like, help us out, like, behind the scenes stuff? And I was like, yeah, like, of course. Like, this is cool. It's like, behind the scenes, like, New York nightlife. Um, and, yeah, and then that, 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 that's, I mean, in a nutshell, that's how it is. is Emmy heard I was Asian <laughs> and approached me <laughs> at Stonewall. I, I will never forget. Like, I was upstairs about a third of the way back from the DJ booth on the, along the bar. And I was like, oh, my God, the judge is coming over here. She was like, I heard you're Asian. 
<laughs> That's probably the nicest thing mm. she'll she's ever said to you. <laughs> yeah, she's cornered me a lot, but usually yelling. <laughs> um, no, it's really cool to see like behind the scenes and like as we used to be the monster and mm. we're now um, at Club Cummings with mm. and we did a stint at Bedlam. Mm. Um, and to kind of go behind the scenes and see what it's like to scout a venue mm. with her was really cool um, and planning and like mm-hmm. she's really open with like the team but, like she breaks down like money mm-hmm. and who gets what percentage of pay like that's really cool like she shares all of that with the team yeah um, I like, didn't realize hey. it was so organized yeah Emmy's extremely organized that's like, amazing because it's so hard to find that I'm very like <laughs> surprised that that um, exists in New York my, <laughs> my roommate I don't think they do it anymore but they used to be like the I don't know, like another producer, basically, Hazel. Um, they used to help out a lot with the show. I don't think they do it anymore. But they used to be former roommates with um, Emmy. <laughs> so <laughs> They know how organized she really uh, is. Yeah, um, I've been to Emmy's apartment. It's a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> on the emails, Damn. on the email, on the receiving set of the emails, it's very organized. Uh, yeah. There's attachments to every email, uh, questionnaires yeah. to fill out, yeah. what she does with those. I don't know, but um, <laughs> she seems very organized the day of. I know. Anyway. Let me live in my fantasy. <laughs> Emmy's well, very organized, very professional. Um, but she produces a really cool show because her style yeah. is like not just singing numbers. It's mm. like she interviews and gets to know performers, which I think yeah. is like the coolest part about A+. Well, and being an Asian drag queen, we can delve into your ethnicity if yeah. you want to. What is that like in New York? Which, oh. yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but like what is it like being in New York and being Asian as a drag performer? Because I feel like it's very white. <laughs> in New York it's, yeah it's um but I'm also v- this is like the thing like it was always awkward about A plus mm-hmm. doing it because Amy would ask these like really intense questions like what's it growing up like being queer in an Asian culture and like through your traditional Asian holidays like uh-huh. these really intense questions mm-hmm. and I was like I am really whitewashed yeah like I know sushi mm-hmm. and kabuki theater and Mulan word like, <laughs> cause you're part I, Japanese I'm half Japanese yeah. half white half white um, mm-hmm. and so I felt really like like almost like I'm sneaking into this like really cool Asian mm-hmm. culture experience drag show being like I'm technically Asian but I know nothing about like my culture besides mm-hmm. what everyone else knows from watching TV um but I feel like, like that's a lot of people because um, I know I was always friends with a lot of biracial people yeah. and it, you're either you tend to be either one side or the other, like yeah. how you grow up. So yeah. I, I feel like it's a, not an unusual. It's not. And like, mm-hmm. also like I don't like I mean, I always joke so like I'm whitewashed, but I'm also like I I I in that kind of stuff never really mattered to me, like mm-hmm. race, you know, and I know like it's not everyone is like me like i don't care what race you are with sexual orientation mm-hmm. you are like yeah. what's your name like that's all that matters yeah, yeah and like you know i i can barely tell if someone's asian like i, I just don't see it mm-hmm. and so for me it was like never a big deal so there are some times when like oh you're an asian queen oh you can be this like that's like diversity and like it's all um, like, i feel a little weird because i'm like i mean like my blood is asian yeah but like i am the most non-Asian Asian there possibly is mm-hmm. um, and so like, that's always kind of a little weird feeling sometimes yeah um, when it comes down to that have you been casted as like the diversity pick before yeah like I yeah. feel like they're like oh right like you're mixed oh, right mm-hmm. like because when they see me out of drag and it's mm-hmm. like I feel like you're only asking because when I get there the cast is gonna look a too white way. and like no. jokes on you because when I put makeup on <laughs> I feel like all those other girls I probably Honestly, look whiter though, than all those other girls I know well I thought you were like 100% white yeah. until I met you today you face off and you're like whoa I, it's just kind of how you paint but you yeah. know it just is what it is yeah huh that seems like to be a trend what that like um 
because uh, I'm thinking of other episodes where we've done where like people have been oh yeah as, like a diversity P- pick yeah token, or people token. didn't know what type of like where their family was from mm-hmm. so they would assume they were something else yeah, yeah. and then it's just like Y'all it's weird messy. it's weird <laughs> it's, I producers are messy <laughs> it's weird because like, it's something that never crosses my mind mm-hmm. yeah um you know but it's I think in New York they try to be inclusive, but sometimes it just falls short. Yeah. Yeah. Or like they end up being exclusive by accident, which but is weird. But if you overcompensate, I always feel it does like the opposite thing. Yeah. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you could have a cast of all people of color. Yeah. And the next week you could have a cast of like non people of color. But like if it just kind of has its ebbs and flows, and like the third week you'd have like a half and half, and like uh, yeah. all Latin cast, all Asian cast, all like Middle Eastern casts. Yeah. Um, but like I think when you like try to focus too hard, it 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 then then you kind of make the people part of it feel like a little uncomfortable. Like you're yeah. the Asian person, yeah. You got like an Asian mix, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, oh no, I'm just like I'm just I'm just the queen you hired yeah. for the night. And yeah. if you just hire talented people, there's enough diversity out there that exactly. it just falls in place. Yeah. yeah. But when you focus on it so much, um, it it it, it kind of makes some of the people feel uncomfortable. But yeah. yeah. As a token. Also, like, New York is such a diverse place. Like, it's definitely, like, the most diverse in the entire world. Like, if you are having trouble, like, filling in spots based on people's ethnicity, I don't even know I mean, I do feel that there is, like, there is a lack of representation for (laughs) different types of people out there in certain places um, that needs... Oh, yeah. No, it shouldn't be all white people. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely bars Mm -hmm. where you're like, yeah, we have a black person. They're right over there. Well, yeah. I Um, mean, just look at the monster. What happened there? (laughs) Which I don't care about calling them out. Like, look what what happened with Honey. We know. Like, it's... I mean, not saying that there there isn't a problem, but... um, you know, just I don't. It's just the world we live in. Like it sucks. Well, that, yeah. That has to be a thing. Well, that's why like um, shows like A plus. I haven't been granted. I haven't been in a while. But it, it carves these uh, spaces out to have that kind of representation. Yeah. Um, where otherwise it wouldn't be. And even in spaces that were, I mean, at the time we didn't know this, that mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. Um, threatening that kind of like diversity. Yeah. So, because um, it was at it was at the monster before all, because um, I mean, oh, it was. Yeah, yeah but, I forgot um, about that. Yeah, that uh, used to be at the monster. Yeah. Um. So I think the cool thing about A plus too is like the diversity of cast they have. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's all Asian, but like everyone has you different have, like, styles. Moves, like hilariously funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Agent Wednesday does like burlesque. Mm-hmm. Like Emmy does like these like. 10 minute long Celine Dion numbers. Yeah. Like it's Don't get so, me started. <laughs> yeah, then they have like, they'll have like Glow Job come out and do like this crazy like rave mm-hmm. pop number. Like it's, they're all Asian, but like no two are the same. I think that's yeah. the coolest part yeah. is that like you're not getting like Mulan for seven numbers, Ugh. which is what I would probably do because that's how Asian I mean, wow. I'm, I'm yeah. into Mulan. I mean, I would watch a all Mulan show. It'd be yeah. weird, but I'd watch it. <laughs> I, I love Mulan. <laughs> but I, I totally know what yours are. Um, um, so we're coming to our little close of our show. No. Um, I know, boo. Boo. Um, but do you have any shows that you want to plug or like where can people find you basically? Yeah. Uh, the, the monthly show, A Plus, is at mm-hmm. Club Cummings. Mm-hmm. It's the third Saturday of the month. It starts at eight o'clock. It's an early show, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I love that option. Do that and still go home and go to sleep. I know. Um, and then every Sunday we do from eight to 11, the House of Hatter does boop at the Ritz. So it's like your after Sunday brunch. Um, if you're still drinking and want to go out and have fun, you go mm-hmm. to the Ritz every Sunday. And the first Thursday of the month at the Rosemont at 11 o'clock at night, we do Trifecta, which is another house show. Hey. Me, Madeline Hatter, Zavaletta, and Blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then mm. this Saturday, me and Z are hosting at the Ritz. Just a dance and drink. This episode will come out after, after that. that. <laughs> Scratch that. Never mind. <laughs> um, okay. Is it is it time for my favorite question? It's time. time I don't have person. to do anything. You could close <laughs> out the show bar here. Okay. Um, so we asked everybody this. But what is your most insane nightlife story? Either in drag, out of drag, something you've seen, something you've been a part of, anything. Give it to us, mama. Oh, oh my God. Um, 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 um. And you can give us more than one. We like multiple ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So, oh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> it's, this is the reaction every time. Okay, it's so funny. funny. Okay. So I, okay we, during one of the breaks, I was the only Asian dancer for a Latin night. So I thought that was just really funny. <laughs> and Dulce, I was the only Asian dancer. That's not like crazy. Another bar at home, we were go-go dancing. The other dancer was really, I'm like air quotes, drunk. And uh-huh. sat on the beer tap. But then his butt knocked all the things over, so the beer was pouring out. So from the side profile, it looked like he was like shitting down a <laughs> beer. But then once you get on top of that, like once you like realize what happened, it's the bars flooding, and he's like barely like hanging on to consciousness as beer and the bartenders are like hitting his back, like get up, get up, you're gonna break the tap, you're gonna break the tap. Oh my god, beer is going everywhere, and I'm laughing because it looks like he's pooping beer. <laughs> like, I haven't put like two and two together, like how flooded the bar is with beer. Like that was really funny. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think here. Nothing. I don't, you I'm, haven't been here long enough. I haven't I been here like. long enough. Yeah. Like just normal stuff. Like drag queens pass out. Like that's yeah. Nothing crazy. Oh, I have so many stories of that. It's <laughs> um, not your moment, Martin. <laughs> I'm just thinking. <laughs> I think that was like the craziest thing. Uh, that's yeah. a really good. I like that one. Yeah. We can totally. I'll never it. forget the beer one. That that's is amazing. so like funny. Porn star too, which oh. is like really really funny. Oh, because I want I'm names. Like, ah. Oh. I remember that one time, and then you got kicked out because you didn't get paid, and I had to dance extra, but I got your money, and it was Ooh. all good. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. um, Work. Nice person. We keep in touch. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. cute. <laughs> I don't remember that, though. <laughs> um, all right. As we head to a close, what is your future drag goals in New York or in life? Just just to keep doing it. I've never... If I look too far in the future, like it's, it, it's kind of scary mm-hmm. because I'm still like... Which I like, I created Virginia think, thinking I knew exactly who she was. Uh-huh. I have no idea who she is. Like, I'm just figuring out as I go. Yeah. I still kind of just like one day at a time. Like, every time I get in drag, I want to try something different and new. And if I just kind of keep that mentality, I feel it's going really well. Mm-hmm. And just take like small steps and just, it's it's fun. It's, I, I just want to see how far it can go, whether it's like, yeah. you know, more New York nightlife, it's mm-hmm. a TV show, like, whatever it takes me is where it takes me. And just, I, I want to enjoy like the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, not really worry about where it ends up because it will end up somewhere. Yeah, yeah, of course. But um, enjoy the ride. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, I like that. You always say it's a good answer. No, people but do give really. <laughs> good they answers. give good answers. I want to rob a bank and drive. <laughs> that's a really good answer. No one has ever said that. I got a mess last night. Wait, <laughs> I'm going right after this. Do you want to go? Yeah. Wait, do you want to rob a bank and drag? I I'm do. A, I'm already in drag right now. We can do it right now. I, I wouldn't call this drag. We can pull the runner. I'll be in the car. You can hold the doors open. You just get the money. We'll split Honestly, it. I'm shocked that's not a movie each. yet. <laughs> I, I would watch that shit, I too. Would wa- like that's, that, it's like a reverse to Wong Fu. A reverse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, Dave, thank for you for coming. Thank show. you for having Yay. me. Um, where can we find you on Instagram and on Facebook and all that jazz? Uh, Instagram's the main one. Uh, v.thick, V.thick. Two C's. Yeah. <laughs> I just started a Facebook page. It has like four pictures on it. Yay. Yeah, I'm Instagram glad. Instagram is really my social media. Work. Yay. Yeah, 
Well, I'm, I'm Mart here. I'm C. Tepper. And this was Wigging Out. Out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and if you like Wigging Out Podcasts, please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wigging Out Podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter at Wigging Out Pod. You can follow me at, at C-T-E-P-P-E-R on Instagram. And you can also check out my book, The State of Drag, available on Amazon, only for 99 cents and all proceeds go to charity. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram at Drag the Martyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, or dick pics, you can send them at dragthemartyr at gmail.com. Artwork for Wigging Out came from Glitter Baby Online. You can find them on Instagram at Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.